the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System, the energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory authorized dealer licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL, system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401 401- 351 7600 Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering 401 351 7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website depietro.com. This portion of our program brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, West Fountain 272 3340. Now, there's a lot of snow and ice. If you're in an accident, Call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's a, a wild weather day. Again, there's a lot of snow and ice. There's a lot of uh, ice. It's warm out, obviously. It's a lot of uh, snow and ice are melting. Folks, be careful out there. There's a lot of black ice out there. And, uh, and the good news is that some of the snow is going away because there's a lot of it. This is a rough winter. But the other thing is, again, if you're out there and for whatever reason you find yourself in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, the original, the best. Again, it's uh, difficult out there as far as, now listen, I, I we've had a lot of snow, Um I think it's nice to get a little fog and a little rain and warmer temperatures uh, over the, uh, you know, it's over 50 degrees and get some of that snow out of here <laughs> a little bit. We're going to have some rain later in the week and hopefully get even more out of it here. But again, if whatever reason you're, you're in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body 401-272-3340. Well, a story to monitor, and I have this up on the website, petro.com and that is Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee who is in his second term, and he's the incoming governor, uh, you know, he's been pretty, you know, very diplomatic, good sport, very professional, trying to be supportive with the Raimondo people that really shut him out. For him to issue a statement saying, which he did, that he is um, not happy uh, with the state's vaccination program, the way it's going out, 
And and when you think about, you know, he's still in communication, obviously, with his people uh, a lot. And for him to issue, issue a statement, which he did yesterday, saying that kind of like he, he agrees with everyone else, uh, very unhappy with the rollout that's going on right now, right? Like his statement, like most, I'm not satisfied with the current administration's progress on vaccine distribution. And he mentions Connecticut is uh, ranked among the top in the nation. Now, he also said, when I become governor, I want to have all the information hit the ground running. Tells you several things. Number one, Governor Mundo, that's a real shot at her. She doesn't like the fact that another state would be mentioned uh, above Rhode Island. Um, but And so mentioning Connecticut ranked like number one or one of the top ones. And, and uh, incoming Governor McKee said he's going to reach out to Connecticut Governor Led, uh, Ned Lamont, also uh, leaders at Harvard where Governor Mundo attended college, and uh, try to get us up to speed. There's no excuse. I have asked about this, and uh, the the head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, she always, you know, last Thursday, she came out with the rah-rah speech, and everyone's doing such a fantastic job. And then you find out that, how about 12, 12 to almost 15% of the vaccines have been given out to people who don't even live in Rhode Island, some of them work in Rhode Island, but they don't live in Rhode Island. They're supposed to be Rhode Island residents. And again, they say, well, we're taking a very tactical approach. 46%, the New York Times has Rhode Island dead last with the vaccine. 46% of the vaccines are thrown away, not even used. That's incompetence. That's poor planning. I think in a very short amount of time, I think you're going to see a change with the Rhode Island Department of Health. I think that there are other competent people there. We've seen some of it, like a Dr. McDonald, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. That was Governor Raimondo's choice. She is really, she's not good at these press briefings. She's not. She rambles. She doesn't give clear, concise answers. I, I, listen, it's not for everyone. Dr. McDonald seems a little more comfortable with it. You can see that Dr. McDonald even a couple times has questioned when uh, certain people connected with the hospital were getting the vaccine, and then he was kind of put in the corner a little bit, put in the doghouse for speaking very candidly about it. And his comments then drew Attorney General Pena Narona to say, maybe we should take a look at this. But something's going to give. Now, the good news is that now the, the Senate is on winter break right now. I believe early next week is when Governor Mundo will get a full Senate vote you know, with her commerce nomination that did make it out of committee, she should be confirmed. The moment that that happens, she is sworn in by Vice President Kamala Harris. I believe that once she is sworn in, she effectively resigns as governor of Rhode Island. And then Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee would be sworn in. From what I understand, they were expecting that could happen early next week. So this could be the final full week of Governor Raimondo. I know she's come under a, a lot of heat lately, and justifiably so. This The system is not set up for, there's a different when there's a transition. I think this, you know, it's not easy. This is odd. Someone's leaving midterm. Uh, but just the way this is dragging on, I'll, I'll say this, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, for him to put out this statement saying that he's also not satisfied with the progress. And it sounds like, and from what we're hearing, the Raimondo people are not sharing a lot of information with them. Now, that's wrong. They may not like what's happening. They may not like him. 
They may not like him and his staff. And then apparently some people that are finding that they don't maybe uh, are going to have a job with his new administration, that then they're um, taking away, like taking it out on him and not giving out the information. But I welcome the fact that he's willing to look at this and the fact that he has to say, I, I look forward to getting, think of that. I look forward to getting all the information. I'll be able to hit the ground running. I mean, at this point, whether it's coming from Governor Amundo or someone else, the fact that they are not sharing all the information with this man is really inexcusable. So, all right, that and a lot more. It's a very rainy, wet Tuesday right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 401- 439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today. 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment, plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays, folks. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is time for our segment, DePietro Debate. With me, she is uh, one of my siblings, Donna Perry. She is a write-up columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, obviously, that was a uh, very eventful weekend, uh, especially Saturday. Initially, at one point, they were... It was talked that they were going to go down the road of starting to bring witnesses into this Trump impeachment trial or the Senate trial. Uh, they opted not to, but um, there's a lot of different facets to it. But I'm anxious to hear just some of your initial thoughts on what we saw take place on Saturday. Yes, and, and good to be with you. Um, I, I think that it not only showed that there remains um, a bit of a split within the Republican Party on how they on the view Trump. But I also think it showed that's, that actually there's a majority of Republicans that want to stand by him. Um, and I, I think this was a, a larger issue that I think the lawyers for Trump, uh, by reaching acquittal, John, I think that despite some of the rocky early start, I think they did a good job on really almost this constitutional question and, and to say, you know, the layout of, of the um, case and, and the behavior of some of the house managers and that it just, I just think as the week went on, it almost got easier for the Republicans to do what they did because I think John, it just really looked, it just got so political 
Um, and, and I think it gets a little bit away from, you know, what was really on trial there. I, I do think two things came out of that in my view. So it's not like a perfect outcome. I think for the public just, and this was, uh, I was repetitive on the part of the managers on purpose, but you know, a lot of the video that a lot of people maybe had not seen, had not had time to see, it's very chilling. It, it is a wild mob. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, it did that part for those who wanted to put that imprint on it. However, I think that, uh, and it, it went right to the way McConnell kind of split the whole thing down the middle and how he voted to acquit. However, he then made a very damning statement about what he sees as Trump's, you know, behavior. Um, so I think in that way he's acquitted, uh, but I do think, um, Trump in the, for the wider independent voter is damaged, but he was acquitted. And I think the view that, that, you know, Democrats are just using this almost like to keep going after Trump. I do think yes. that notion now really prevails. You know, it, that's an excellent point. And it's interesting, Donna Perry, because I think the divide that does exist right now, it does. Let's just stay between the two parties. But anyone that was remotely a Trump supporter as they were watching this, listen, let, let's all be honest. It, it, the, the irony was not missed that all summer long we watched everything that was going on in the major cities. And there was never any outcry or frowning that it was wrong to you know, destroy right. the police department of yep. Minneapolis. When you think about New York City, Bill de Blasio, you can't get more progressive than Bill de Blasio. And that certainly didn't stop the crowds and the mobs from destroying downtown New York City, Manhattan, boarded up stores in endless nights of rioting. And I think that's what it, it's it's if you were sitting and watching a focus group with Democrats yep. cheering on the going after Trump, how dare he send the mob down there? And then if you're Trump supporters, you're like, well, these people didn't say a word all summer, even when they were in D.C. tearing down monuments. Right. And I that's that's a great frame up, J.D., because I think that is what I thought was the very smart turn of as the days went on of Trump's team. See, the lingering impression to me is going to be now. That if there was a wild, violent protest, a Black Lives Matter thing that gets out of control, I think it's going to make it very, very difficult for leading Democrats to turn their head and say, oh, I don't see anything going on. I, I, I think actually this will absolutely have that long term impact on that yep. Be because they decided to make the videos the centerpiece of the argument so uh, I think this has long legs when you think of how that will go forward. And I think it's going to give pause to Democrats and whether it's Antifa running around uh, Seattle and Portland as they continue to do or they do in different phases. You know, I think it's going to um, really, really force them to not ignore if there is a future large uprising or revolt or there's a huge incident and then suddenly you know, there's thousands and thousands of people in the street and taking over bridges that this now will be very difficult for top Democrats to just uh, say, oh, we we have no problem with this. Donna Perry, what did you make of or think of Mitch McConnell? And, uh, you know, because to me, he made it very clear. He announced, I'm not voting for impeachment. I'm voting to acquit. 
He did that. And then afterwards, though, he had very sharp words for the former president. Um, he gets knocked by some. I'm still a fan. He juggles. That's a very difficult job. Yeah. I think in many ways he is still upset feeling the president cost him the Senate because of what happened in, in Georgia. But what, what did you make of Mitch McConnell in his comments afterwards? Well, or I, actually, um, yeah, immediately following that yeah. they voted to acquit. And so and like what I'm trying to get at is, is you have two separate things here. Again, I don't think anyone can say they can look at what occurred on January 6th and not find that at times, frankly, it was chilling. Um, and I, I don't think there's any re, you know, way you can doubt that those people felt they were Trump supporters. And many thought that's what they were doing, what he wanted them to do. Yep. Um, that case was laid out there. I think that's very problematic of how people will view Trump long term. I think what McConnell was trying to do, and it is a difficult thing. I mean, he is a constitutionalist. Uh, he has an op-ed out also about this. And he, so I think he saw two things here. He said constitutionally, um, he, he felt they, they really, the, it was inappropriate to have the forum and, and, you know, the trial, the way it, way it was when now that Trump is fully out of office, but the separate issue with him, I, I think what's fascinating is this is almost coming down to for the party. Is this like Mitch McConnell's Republican party or Donald right. Trump's? I mean, they're yeah. kind of at a head to head. And but the reason I would caution when people feel that, oh, it's so obvious, 74 million voters and, and all the polls show people are still with Trump. Here's the thing where a guy like McConnell, who's been around Washington for three decades, here's what he does know, though, when he talks about who is elected to the U.S. Senate, J.D., is different sometimes than who can get in a U.S. House seat. And yes. he knows that and he knows the history of that. And that really matters. And I know people might think that gets like technical, but no, not really. He, I will also say this about, okay, if you're the leading Republican Senator like that, he's really in control of the relationship to the donors. And I've said this before, the donors yep. of the Republican party come from the Bush circle. These are deep pocketed people. They are also right. sometimes the vice presidents of very large companies in this, in this nation that people might not realize that. They don't like what they saw with Donald Trump yeah. on January 6th. They don't. Um, and I think McConnell, maybe more than like a lot of pundits, he knows that. He was speaking in my view as much to the donor class, as they call it, on that mm. when he made that very blistering comments on Trump. He was. Because, J.D., without that, over time, I mean, I, this is, you know, I know people don't like when I hit on Trump. I don't see Trump using a lot of his money or whatever he's going to move around for his money for a lot of future races. I don't see it. And he's not right. going to have his hands on the RNC money. And yep. I, I think people don't understand that. So I think McConnell is plays the long game and he wants more senators. He doesn't like a 50 50 split. That's right. that's politics. But I think that was a big part of what he was doing there. Yeah. And then also, you know, that phone call that then was put in the record I mean, yeah. that was on January 6th. It's Kevin McCarthy, uh, minority leader. But if they retake the House, he becomes the speaker. And his words to the <laughs> yeah. then sitting president, there are a few people that could get away with that. Yeah. But then, hey, a week ago, there was Kevin McCarthy down in Florida at Mar-a-Lago. So it, it shows, and I think you're exactly right, it shows that people like Mitch McConnell, 
McCarthy, they do play the long game. They view it as, yeah. listen, you're going to see different people come and go from that White House. But this is, in his case, this is the House. We have the power. This is the Senate. Uh, but at the same time, what did you make of Nikki Haley? There it is during impeachment week saying, you know, he led us the wrong way. I shouldn't have followed him. Now, to me, that is tone deaf because President Trump really, you know, he did make her an ambassador. I, I'm not convinced she has a tremendous future in politics, but I think after doing that, what what is the point of, of you know, kind of piling on during a week right. that is – you know, obviously the president's under attack in that way. Well, right. And the old expression in politics, talk about put your finger in the wind. I mean, she waited till yeah. it was like, OK, day four. And then there's like, you know, wild videos that are like obviously very disturbing to I'm sorry, anybody. I don't see how you could not see that and see what was really Correct. going on there. So um, yeah. someone like that is. You know, it, I, it's not a portrait in courage, as they might say. I mean, if she felt sure. And she had every right. I think she had a lot of, you know, people looked at her as kind of very, um, you know, reputable person. I think if she felt that she did not like the way Trump operates anymore, she could she should have said that in the late fall after he after the election, in my view. Yeah. Um, Donna Perry, that answers that that brings to the question, just your opinion, who is the head of the Republican Party? Because I, I don't see how you make an argument that right now. It's all about power. But right now he still has and commands, you know, tremendous loyalty. Yeah. You saw the crowds out in uh, Florida yesterday on President's Day, right. whether they like it or not. <laughs> I, know. I know many want to move on from him. How I'd, I'd like to hear the argument that he's still not the head of the Republican. There's no party. way he's not um, the central figure of the party. Um, yeah. And and someone else has noted that Trump plays it a different game and, you know, but that's why they're always very, I think some of the, the longtime people like McConnell, he's so mercurial though, and you don't know really what he's going to do. And so I think that they're, I think the top of the party is very weary of him at this point, but with the public, well, with the base, there's no question. Some might say he's been more empowered by being acquitted because he, he just can, use his line that, oh, it was a witch hunt. All they are is, quote, after me. I think that that there's no question that that just permeates into the population. Like that this is, you know, this is kind of um, what has been set up. It's like um, Trump is a populist and the Democrats are after him and don't like him. I mean, I, I think you can't get say that what happened last week, that doesn't change that narrative, um, which plays to his advantage and there's no question, John, any conventional sitting senator uh, and even governors, I can't name anyone who you could remotely say right now uh, has the juice, as they say, that he does with his hold right. on, the, on the voters. Yep. Now, Mitch McConnell, before we take a break, Mitch McConnell said, I think his recent comment was latest was he thinks there's a constructive role. President Trump yeah. to play in the party. And then, but at the same time, the Wall Street Journal, their editorial said they do not see him. He, they feel he cannot win a general election again uh, after what happened with the sixth. Before we go to the break, what do, you, what do you think of those two comments? I I personally don't see him as a national uh, elected official again. I think partly it's, yeah. let's be honest, his age a little bit. I mean, you know, um, I, I just don't, I don't see 
I think you said this a while ago and it was so true, you know, lightning in a bottle. I mean, the magic that pulled together yeah. 2016, it, it just came together. Um, yep. I don't see that. And I think that the, the thing, the Democrats advantage out of all this, John, is there's an old thing in politics. You know, when you're arguing against someone, you want the simplest thing that you can use against them, not right. a technical thing. Well, anyone understands when they saw, again, those videos live on forever. And I think that's yes. the number one thing. And I just want to add to that, though. It's not just that. there. And I go back to this, but politics is about money. And that's why McConnell yes. knows that. So yeah. quick break, folks, a lot more Donna Perry, the Sun Chronicle right here on the John DePietro show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 
1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie and It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming, experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at Yankee Tree Service, the licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. 